all right, play me in, Riley. Play you in. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) We got we got a cool cat with us, Riley. I almost said his last name, but we don't want to do that. Yeah, please don't dox me on the first episode. And then we also got, you know, the classic classic Carson. That's what they called him in in college. Yeah, through my throughout my youth. Throughout his youth. And so today, the question of the week, question I asked people was what they think should be taught in school that isn't. And right off the bat, I just want to say everyone mentioned taxes or some sort of financial literacy education. That was a classic one. So I only kept like one in there. Um, but just know that's, that's a given. I was People actually want just, to know. They want to know about the taxes. I was just talking to my brother about that today. We were talking about that exact, that taxes should be taught more. That's perfect. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when I thought of this, when I was asked this prompt and I said, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I have a different answer for Riley. Do okay. you want to get into what you think should be taught in school? Um, I want to say one quick fact because my brother wanted more statistics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And I was actually, no, more so I was just curious, but 42% of Americans are satisfied with the education that students receive. That is, uh, if you want the source, it's Gallup. I don't even, I don't know what they are about. Okay. Y'all that's can screen fact. them. Yeah, that's like, that's not very good. But also, not very high. like, could we, like, what if there's just a huge, um, I don't know, bias or something where people are just more prone to dissatisfaction these days? Because it seems like everything is falling. And I think that could just be that we're exposed to so much more. We're exposed to better possibilities. Um through the internet. I think that could be something. So maybe because that, that fell, I think it was 51% in 2019. I think that's what the website said. So that's freaking massive. Yeah. So is that like satisfaction as far as setting them up for their future? Uh, did, like, does it say that on there? Um, I don't know, Riley. What do I look like? A podcast you, host to you? That's you got to pull the Well facts. researched. And uh, I yeah, believe... Yeah. Yeah, you go for it, Carson. (laughs) Okay, I believe it could also just be due to the fact that there's so much more information available. I mean, you kind of said that, but like, just there's so much more information available that people are like, okay, why did I have to go out of my way to find this information that seems so crucial? Like, why wasn't this taught in schools? Like, before it was kind of like you didn't have access to the internet and you couldn't uh, find that information on your own as easily. You had to put in more effort. But now it's like, I can find this so easily. Why wasn't I already told it? Yeah, it's like like we want we want our school system to be like Amazon, the Amazon of knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about our thoughts into it. What we think should be taught in school. Um, I'll do one. I got a, I got a few, and then I'll toss it off. I'll toss it to Riley. First one I'd say is meditation, or just like how your thoughts work. <clears throat> just this whole like multitasking. The fact that so many people, I think, still think that's real, that you're, that you can have like two competing thoughts at the same time. Like your mind has that capability. We, we got to dispel that. I mean, if you sit there and you, you watch your thoughts for a a little bit, you'll go, Oh, it just kind of focuses on one thing. It's like a spotlight. Um, and I think that would just help people ground their, their thinking and their expectations of others. That's my first one. Riley, what do you got? So I think I took this a little bit of a different angle 
And I thought it would be interesting to learn. Um, I think this kind of comes from like the, the job I'm in right now. I'm in like a rotational program, not to get too into it. Um, but I think it would be interesting in school to learn more about like different factors or areas of the workforce, maybe have like a shadowing program in schools that would allow people to um, experience um, everyday jobs as far as like whether it being like a manager in like a like a Fortune 500 company or even like a garbage man to kind of get that respect for a multitude of like different lifestyles and um, just different like education levels, I guess, hmm. like in the workforce. So you're saying like people should experience a bunch of different jobs? Yeah, I think maybe it could be like a, a semester type deal, like sort of like a rotation or like maybe like if we're in elementary school or I think high school did quarters as well. Like every quarter you experience like a different type of job or like a different occupation just in general. I like that idea. And I have thought about that before. That seems like it would, or just even every like couple years just rotate because I think people can get burnout, but also people get really good at their jobs when they do them for a long time. So it'd be kind of difficult. Maybe there's a, there's a period where you rotate and then you settle in. That's what exactly what you're doing. And that's pretty much exactly what you said. So I agree completely. Carson, I, I agree. Well, I just, that makes me think of just, I think people have such little job experience going into college and they're supposed to then pick a degree that's going to dictate a lot of what jobs are going to be available in the future without even having like any experience with a lot of these jobs. So I think that could definitely help with people basing what degree they want to choose or pursue based on like which job they like the best trying out different things. So yeah, I agree that having some exposure to the options would be good. Yeah, I also think it kind of would evolve some kind of like respect for certain types of jobs. Like I think a lot of people, like maybe the more, uh, I guess I would say like privileged people maybe don't think like, Oh, I would never want to be a construction worker or a garbage man, but actually going out there and working that job at least would increase the respect level, like for people in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Increase your, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, can you guys hear me? You're like yes. a little quiet right now. Oh yeah. Oh no. Did I mess something up? You're definitely quieter than you were. What about now? You're worse. Yeah, you're worse. I was like really far away. What out what out now? It's pretty good. You're still quieter though. Oh wait. Hold on. What's up? Yeah, you're good. That's good. Okay. Um yeah, we got to increase our respect. I'll just cut that out. Yeah, we got to increase our respect level. You know, this is like fucking GTA. Riley, what are you talking about? Wait, you're still a little quiet. All right, hold on. Let me. Okay, I'll turn myself up and then I'll repeat that line. Riley, you better have a good comeback now because I've had some time to prep. Riley, what do you think this is? Like GTA or something? We're trying to get our respect up? Yeah, basically, like RP. <laughs> That's how we gain experience in this world. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, All but right. like, but like, I, I think like, like realistically, I, I think there are a lot of times where people will look down upon people that are in roles. Garbage men. Yeah. Garbage men are like, you know, you're, you're like landscapers, you know, just yeah. honest, honest day. Honest yeah. Day speak work, for the people, job. Riley. The blue yeah, collar the, workers. Yeah. 
Wait, some of the on. most essential jobs. Exactly. Hold on, I got something for this. Hold on, it's coming. Boo. <laughs> I don't know why it's not coming. <laughs> yeah, but now every day now everybody wants to be a TikTok star or a CEO of some the Fortune five hundred company, but like that's not all what it's about. You know, you gotta look down on the little men. We don't gotta look down on them. We gotta look down say <laughs> they're doing a good job. There you Sometimes go. Riley you gotta pick up the garbage. Look down on the garbage people. That's no, Riley don't Shannon. Look down on them. That's look down on them and respect school. them. <laughs> look down and respect. Um, so I guess I'll get into what I think, unless mm-hmm. there's anything else that's coming to someone. There, there it is. is. <laughs> um, that was for the garbage men. I think just generally philosophy and just how to think rather than what to think, you know, classic, classic thing they say. They classic what thing. To think instead of how to think. But I think that's they true. They do to call you extent. classic Carson. Yeah, they do. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's true to an extent because I just remember we all three of us were in philosophy club in high school and i remember the very first meeting we had was about whether free will exists and i went into it thinking free will definitely exists and then i left thinking free will might not exist probably doesn't exist um and i just think being exposed to ideas like that even if they aren't directly applicable like some people could say like yeah but how does that help you whatever, do things in your everyday life. But I think just realizing that what you know could be so wrong um, is important to keep an open mind. And I think that could be beneficial. Yeah. And I think that there's a similar um, kind of humility in that you can find in philosophy as you can in something like psychedelics, like some sort of drug or even just like getting drunk, like altering your consciousness in some way and, be, and realizing, whoa, my reality could be completely different. Maybe I actually don't know anything about uh, what were we talking about in that first episode, Carson. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, capitalism. Maybe you don't know anything. Um, but that's a perfect segue because another thing I think we should teach more about in school or teach it in a different ways about drugs. Like the the yeah. biggest. I'll keep this short. But something like heroin. It's like. They say like, oh, it's bad. Like, stay away. It's like, no, I think we have to be honest and be like, now I've never done a heroin, but I've heard the stories and it's just so good that everything else seems like shit. Like you think that like the love you feel for any family member or anyone, you think that's, you think that's something wait until you, you try this shit. Then you're, they're just going to be like a way to get more of that stuff. You're just going to view that, that loved one as a, a way to get heroin. So I think we should just be realistic and be like, hey, you don't want to try heroin because it's so good. It's going to make everything else seem terrible. I agree. Like I, That was actually something else that I was going to bring up at some point, the drug education. Um, but I just don't know what the best way to go about it is or what yeah. age you start teaching it because I think it's a very nuanced topic because probably for – like maybe staying away from drugs completely has like lower risk. Like it does. It's just a lower risk uh, situation. But I think that they can be used responsibly, but it's so difficult, I feel like, to convey that to a stupid kid <laughs> like who hasn't had the experience to understand the nuances. And maybe stuff. we split them up. We have, we have drug class for smart kids and stupid kids. The drug class, we, for the smart kids, we teach them how to like make it and everything and synthesize. Yeah. And we go, okay, now don't eat it. 
And then, and then the, the dumb kids would go, just stay away from the really bad. The dumb kids would teach you how to roll a joint. How <laughs> <laughs> you roll <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The smart kids, you teach them how to like, you know, like gut the backwoods and everything. But then the, the dumb kids, you're like, just buy the pre-rolls. <laughs> okay, uh, I got uh, Riley or Carson, you guys have another one? Let's... I do have one more thing to say. Yeah, let's also, try to wrap it up. I want to get into these interviews. Kind of looping back to last episode, we were talking about universal basic income a little bit. And I kind of said a little bit, like, I don't know if uh, the average person would, like, what would be the situation if people would just stay home or if people would pursue passions? I think that if we did switch over to universal basic income, there would have to be a lot of change in our education to allow people to, like, a more kind of things we've been talking about just things that can apply more personally to your life rather than everything being so job focused like i think if we did switch to universal basic income there would have to be a lot of shift in the education of like what we actually teach so that people can pursue more fulfilling things if yeah. there's that floor because i think almost kind of like yeah. yeah like like teach people what to do with their time yeah yeah exactly yeah all right uh let's get into it uh the first first uh character we got is a girl from yeah 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 is a girl from Sw- some Switzerland from Switzerland pretty cool I think it's cool that we have the opportunity to bring these uh these international people up in here all right let's see what she has to say we can't hear that oh you guys can't hear that. She's so Swiss that she just doesn't talk. Because I'm an opinion. <laughs> yeah, you're funny as hell, man. Yeah, no, I'll be here all week. Check out my comedy special. Oh, yeah. What's your comedy special called? Working in the Daylights. All right, now we're back to the main event. Sweetzerland <laughs> girl. Let's hear what she has to say. What's something you wish was taught in school but isn't? to manage taxes in the adult life like how to get a job or taxes and stuff like that why do you think they don't teach that I don't know <laughs> well because they don't have time <clears throat> because of other subjects they have to teach like I know like A squared times B squared equals C squared is but like I cannot forgot saving fill out taxes and i got to start that doing that this year later oh man oh good luck to you i just use TurboTax. all right so shout out TurboTax <laughs> sponsor 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 this episode is brought to you by TurboTax. and riley can you read that ad uh the Pythagorean theorem can be used. All right. So, yeah, she brings up a good question, <laughs> a good point. You know, like the taxes, like, I don't know, like, why are taxes not taught? Can we get some theories going on that? Because they want to keep, I mean, this is probably the cynical uh, theory, but I think it could be very true. Like, I hear that the companies like TurboTax and stuff lobby to keep taxes confusing so that you want to use their services. Um, okay, well, hey, hey, remember, they're a sponsor. Yeah, and I love them for that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that they can be confusing. <laughs> but I think that could potentially be a reason. Like, they do make a lot of money through that. It's a business. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think you, you're right about that. Andrew Yang, bringing him back up. We'll get him on the pod one day. Um, he, he, he wrote about that in his one book that I read, and he was like, yeah, these other countries, they just know their taxes. But then in America, and that was one of the things he wanted to like stop was like, uh, like into it, I, I believe, is a parent company for TurboTax and stop them from mm-hmm. lobbying the government uh, to keep it so they keep making big, big racks. I thought Riley was going to talk. It is difficult with the three people. You no, can cut no. this part out, but it is difficult with the three people. Like normally, if it was just me and you, Wes, I would have just went. But I yeah, yeah. was like, no, 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 I agree. Riley maybe, going. I, this is like the behind the scenes. Like I think it's cool that people can see this. I think maybe yeah. maybe video cams would help, so we can like see, like we can point at each other and be like, "Oh, right, you go." Um, but okay, so so Carson, you pointing at the camera. Yeah, um, pointing at the well, this camera. is actually. Oh, I, I could say something. Yeah, but just well, I can I can say something real quick. <laughs> Okay, all right, you go, you go. go. Um, What my brother and I were talking about today, we were specifically talking about the tax brackets and uh, how a lot of people don't understand. Because I had to explain to him in recently, I explained to him how when it's like if a certain percent is taxed, when you move up tax brackets, it's like only the income over that like overflows into that next bracket gets taxed to that new percent. Like your whole income isn't taxed at the same percent. And I think a lot of people do have that misconception. Like if there was a tax rate of 40% versus 35 and they're like, oh, I don't want to go up to the next bracket because I'll lose money. But it's like, that's not how it works because it's just the like overflow money that's gets, that gets taxed hmm. in that new percent. I, I think a lot of people don't even, oh, you didn't even know? Okay. Yeah. So there you go. No, man. They got to teach yeah. this stuff in school. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I just learned that recently because of like my job, I went up in tax brackets. Right, Brad, you, you want to get the you want to get the last word on here. Or you just want to keep flexing your cash. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> Are you just going to flex your cash again? I'll just go to the next guy. All right, go to the next guy. Okay, so this next guy is definitely this is like I feel like I'm like introducing like a, America's home funniest videos, and this next kid is definitely an undercover pirate. Shit, I don't know anything. I'm, I'm willing to sit down and learn anything if you if it's interesting enough. I mean, shit, if you literally gave me a teacher and she literally taught just how to build a ship or something, I'd listen. Hours on end, not doing anything. Hmm. That's cool. Out of anything, he's like, I'm going to build a ship? <laughs> a little yeah. sus. Yeah, it seems like he might just be interested in, in ships. Um I think I kind of went back to um, kind of just like a point kind of maybe I was trying to make is like hobbies or like just learning about different things in school like that you could have an interest in. This seems like he just wants to learn about something that he's interested in, which I think is fine. Um, Well, I would say like he didn't necessarily say he was interested in it. He said he would learn anything. I thought this was a really interesting answer because he seemed to be genuine and he's like, I'll learn anything. And I was like, that's cool. Um, and then he said building a ship. And I was like, that's interesting. I asked him if, I also asked him if he, if he would learn how to like give a bath to his dog and he didn't seem interested in that. So he said it has to be interesting, like building a ship. What's up, yeah. Carson? So who decides if it's interesting? Like, I think I understand, like I do agree that I think there should be more things taught that make learning fun. Cause I think a lot of people, 
uh, especially kids have a mindset where it's like, I don't want to learn things because learning is boring. Um, especially the stuff that is taught in school. Like there is a lot of kind of boring stuff. You got to lay that out. So I do think that, I don't know if things should be taught in a more interesting way or if the actual content, if there's some more interesting stuff. Cause I think there are a lot of things that I found that I personally am more interested in outside of school that were never talked about in school, but maybe it was subjects that were kind of, uh, glanced, like we almost got to them or like talked about similar things, but then it's like, oh, there's this whole really interesting part of this that we didn't even bring up when we were in school. I can't think of any examples, but. Well, I think, I, yeah, I just think it's really interesting how we choose like the subjects to teach in school. Um, like I was thinking if you just had to start from scratch, like what do we teach in the kids? And then like you knew math was a thing, you'd probably be like, let's have the kids learn math. It kind of seems like it's connected to everything. And I didn't like learning math at all. Like math was like my least favorite subject. But, and I remember asking our math teacher in eighth grade, I remember like the whole class being like, why are we even learning this dumb shit? Um, and then the teacher said, it's just to show that you can learn something. I feel like that, that was a good answer. That's feel like, I feel like what college is, is meant to do. Um, okay. I do want to move on to the next one. Anyone want to get the last word here? All right, cool. Next guy wants a job. Let's give him one. Something about job opportunities, but I don't remember. I don't know how to correctly phrase it. Like the process of actually getting hired. Yeah, yeah, that, that sort of stuff. Why do you think they don't teach us how to find jobs? Well, because society wants a bunch of morons so that they can have people in order to do the lesser jobs to make way for the quote-unquote smarter people to do the uh, office jobs. Do you think that's a good system? No, it sucks. It's complete ass. <laughs> Why do you say that? Okay, of course... Of course, you need to have some part of the population be uh, moronic, so or no, not necessarily moronic, but someone who has to do those dirty jobs. However, it restrains people who are actually smart from progressing our society further into actually being well better. I mean, you've seen all the freaking senile old people being puppeteered by the freaking children in, in freaking politics. You've seen that, right? Like All of the choices are like bad. bad. We, need some, we need people who are actually competent at their job and not just rich idiots. Okay. <laughs> I agree, uh, but in a lesser... Yeah, that was legendary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... We were, we were getting ramped up there at the end. Uh, kind of like a counterpoint to him. Like, at least ours, like, where we went to school, there were classes that you could take to, like, teach you how to efficiently get a job um, as far as, like, resume building. And, like, uh, I think part of it was, like, building up your extracurriculars as far as, like, volunteering and things go. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely not something that is required. So I, I think it would be interesting for it to actually be, like, part of the curriculum, which I think kind of also goes back to like the taxes point, like they don't necessarily, they want people to be in jobs, but they don't want to teach people how to necessarily get like those big time jobs, which I, I think is true to an extent. Why? Why don't they want to? I, I guess, what do you even teach someone 
to get those jobs. Like I do part of me, like, do we need, like he was, he was saying moronic people to work certain well, jobs. He, but did, like, he, he, he self-corrected. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, just, there are a lot of jobs that aren't necessarily desirable. Um, that I think currently a lot of people take those jobs when it's like, okay, well, I can't get another job. Might as well work these jobs when they're really necessary jobs, like something like a garbage man. Maybe there are people who really want to do it, but I feel like it's usually like a kind of last resort or like not permanent type situation that people are in. Um, which I don't know how we solve that. If everyone was able to work other jobs, who would want to work those? I don't know. Bro, Riley already offered the solution. You put some respect on their name. Yeah, but you get two different types of currency, just like GTA. GTA got to figure it out. We just have to copy GTA. Have you been on GTA <laughs> online recently? It's utopia. I haven't. I haven't. You get everyone that, that hellscape when I was there. You meet with Lester. You do one bank heist. That's it. Inf- infinite money glitch. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just teach the infinite money glitch in school? That is what I'm talking about. That's why we get together here every week so we can come up with ideas like this. And then next week we'll have Biden on. We'll ha- we'll do the pitch. That's how we solve the climate crisis. All right. Anyone? Yeah. So I wait, wait. 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 Can I? Yeah. Can I get one last word in? I think that there are people that would enjoy those jobs. It's just again, like they get no respect. <laughs> like people in like our society is the way it's built. Like that. Like they're just garbage men for like just to keep using that example. Like, they're literally picking up garbage, but that is an important job. And I do think people would like that schedule or would like, like it would fit their routine and, and ju- like a, a bunch of like-minded people were all doing that job. They would probably enjoy it together. They would definitely enjoy it together. I would say. Yeah. I, I, so I, I think they just need the opportunity. To, <laughs> we need the opportunity to put people in these jobs. That's why we got to do this rotational thing. Yeah. And I okay. do think if it was maybe like education on like what would happen, what would be the effects if those people didn't work those jobs? Like, uh, more education on things like that, like certain undesirable jobs, like how important they actually are. Cause I think it's not really emphasized that much. Like everyone just thinks like, Oh, garbage man. You just like do that. Cause you can't do anything else. And you're like stupid. Like that may, maybe not everyone thinks that, but I think that's a thought that people have. All right. Carson hates garbage, man. Let's see what this next. No, I actually think I've actually thought that being a janitor seems kind of satisfying. Not going to lie. I was a janitor. Different, that's a different thing, man. Yeah. Well, that's like, they're like cousin jobs. <laughs> yeah. All right, next guy. He is raising some important kids. Language was taught in schools, but isn't. Um, uh, furry persona classes. Yeah. Like, just teach you about them, or teach you how to be a part of them. Like, man, man, mandatory, and I mean, and I mean, like Chinese, like Communist Party type mandatory, where you have to fucking do it or else. Like mandatory, fucking like shit, where it's uh, yeah, it's like a, you have to like make your own fursuit and you have to display it to the whole class, like draw your own persona and show it to the whole class, like on like a big screen projector, like type shit. That'd be cool, and then they like put your fursona on your government ID. And they ask you if you want to identify as your fursona name. Say, say if I, say if I had an evil, say if I had an evil, a wolf whose name was Lucifer Nightpaw, <laughs> they would have to call me at school. Yeah, that'd be epic. Thanks, I really thought so that I, out. Yeah, I actually think this is a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like she already is a furry. 
Yeah, he might. Oh, he might be. really, Riley? He clearly, he clearly wasn't. I mean, Lucifer Nightfall. Yeah, he did actually come up with that pretty quick, and it was yeah. pretty good. What was his skin Riley, what's, what, in the VR what, world? Um, I just have everyone's skins turned off. Oh, I want them skinless. Riley, what's your fursona again? Uh, Beavertron. That's good. Yeah, I know. All right, next one we're getting we're getting serious again. So, so no one laugh. What's something you wish they taught in school that they don't? That's a good question. Um, a lot of people say really stupid things like, oh, I wish you taught like LGBT and stuff. But uh, I just think of something that you should, you should learn outside of school. So something that you should learn in school, definitely um, sex education. Yeah. Why do you think it's important people are taught that? Well, for me, it's important that people learn consent and protection before before it's sex because there's a lot of cases of people getting AIDS nowadays, and the reason why mostly that happens is because um, you know there's no sex education. They don't use condoms because they're like, oh, it's fine, but it's not fine, and they love no unwanted pregnancies. So something about this one, I didn't realize AIDS was making a comeback. I didn't either. I didn't either. Is this even right. true? But to to that point, I, I think um, maybe like same sex couple uh, like education as far as like that sexual uh, prowess goes. <laughs> maybe maybe that, <laughs> maybe that should be sophomore in school um, because like especially at a younger age like I think we learned about him what like fourth grade or, or so like was when we started getting in that like I know you know people might have be starting up some feelings by then whether um, they might be questioning their sexuality you talking about gay sex yeah yeah you think that we should teach that in schools I think we should teach like protection of gay sex in school <laughs> yeah protect like, our children from gay sex gay sex what are you no, trying no, to say like, here like when gay people have sex. What did you just say? <laughs> when gay people have sex, we got to teach them how to be safe. Mm. The kids um, or just the people having sex? All the above. The kids are having sex. What? You're saying there's gay kid sex? I don't see why not. I'm sure it happens out there. Consensual, hopefully. Consensual, consensual. I think this goes pretty hand in hand with the drug uh, education we were talking about earlier. Like, I think just saying, say no to drugs, say no to sex doesn't really work. These kids are going to be crazy kids. They're going to do stuff. So I think the more information that they have to be safe doing it, if they choose to do that is better um, than just saying no, because then you're leaving them in the dark to find their own education. That's probably not going to be very good. And also, I think that maintains more trust in the institutions, which I think I mean, maybe that sounds kind of like, um, like dictatory, dictatory, authoritarian. But uh, I think it's important because then if they do end up messing up or like they get in a bad spot, they can't turn around and go, oh, well, we were never taught about gay sex, you know, mm-hmm. and then they can still continue to trust the schools. Yeah, I think more honesty about the reward. But once again, it's like, what age do you teach this? Because it's like. I could see, 
once again, I think there's like nuances and I, I truly don't know what age kids are responsible and mature enough because probably just dependent on every kid. So it's like hard to have a blanket like, yeah, this is the age we teach this. I don't know. Maybe we make it an elective like gay sex 101. <laughs> I mean, that still doesn't answer the question of when we should teach it. I feel like right now we're doing a pretty good job, like like fourth, fifth grade. So what? We're like 10. You offer it as an elective right out the gate. Oh, if you're feeling gay as shit and when you're six, go be gay as shit and gay sex 101. Hey, you'll be a fucking master. By well, the time I don't think college. You, you have to, you have to be gay to take gay sex 101. Cause I think it's kind of like important oh, for everybody don't? to know. I mean, I think it's important for everybody Just in to case, know. like, you know, you switch okay. sides at some point. You never know. Mandatory gay sex classes is what Riley's saying. I think that should be the only class. Okay. Uh, next guy has got some stuff to say. What's something you wish they taught in school that they don't? How to be happy in school. How to be happy. I wish they taught that. Mm, that's interesting. What do you mean? Like, you know how, you know, you you walk by people in the hallways and stuff. You just see them all like, they like they don't want to be there. They, you know, they don't have no fun there. You know what I'm saying? They need to be happy more with spirit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like uh, teach more about mental health? Yeah, mental, yeah. Needs he's done in school, honestly. Yeah, what do you think they could teach uh, in regard to that? How to be yourself, how to how to how to learn how to love yourself, um, how to forgive others, how to how to forgive others and yourself. Because if you don't forgive yourself, you're just gonna put your. If you don't forgive yourself, you're just gonna keep hating yourself. You don't want to hate yourself. Yeah, you end up hating others. Yeah, and we don't need we don't need that negative mindset, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you forgive yourself? Forgive. Just do the stuff that you like. You procrastinate on, and just do them. And just tell and just tell yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself. I forgive you, and I should have done this way before. And now you should should be happy with the progress that you've been going through. Not not the end, but the progress. I think that was a good answer, like for the most part. Yeah, the one Yeah, I, I liked it. He hit a couple words there that really got to me, that really spoke to me. Um, going along that I think that a lot of what he's saying is taught kind of very briefly when we're younger. Like I think like very early elementary school, you learn things like, oh, like things along those lines. But I think that as you get older, people are kind of like, yeah, we already know this, but I think that it can be taught with more depth and nuance once you're older um, and like more actively like active strategies and stuff. Like I think a lot of what he says, like love yourself, forgive others. Like we do teach kids that, but it's on a very surface level, I think. And I think once you're older and have a better understanding then a lot of people have the mindset like, oh yeah, like we're old, we don't have to learn this. We already know this, but it's like, do you really feel it? Um, yeah, and I yeah. Think, I think a lot of times those lessons get uh, taught kind of like directly with like with words, but then it's not upheld with uh, behaviors. Like when kids see their parents, maybe say, "Yeah, be honest," but then like watch them do something dishonest. I remember learning like some psych class where 
they found that kids will do what their parents do rather than what they say. Um, and I think that is something that, so yeah, we do teach kids that, but we need to uphold that in our behaviors too. So the kids are like, oh, this is some real shit. They're not just saying it. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think to kind of expand on that, I think, yeah, like when you, you go home or you, as a kid, and you are introduced to like these other people in the world, there's like a lot of like a lot more judgment. Because um, like kids, I feel like are usually pretty, pretty judgment free. Um, but as you grow older and like you experience more things, you just start dealing with more like different people, different things. You start to form these you start biases. Shit in boxes. It's yeah. Easier. And the next, next thing, you know, it's not even like, you easy don't love like yourself. Con- yeah. It's not easy in like a conscious sense. It's like, it's the path of least resistance yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. nature is all about, man. We got box factories in our heads. Yeah. And kind of, this just makes me think of, I know that Wes, you've said this before and we've talked about it. Um, kind of like trying to take advice. If someone isn't embodying the advice they give, like if you have like a doctor or something who is, not healthy than like obviously very overweight or like a personal trainer. It's hard to take them seriously when they themselves aren't in good shape or something. Um, so I don't know. That just makes me think of that. And I think it's something that the teachers, I don't know if the selection process needs to be stricter or what, but I think mm. having uh, higher quality teachers to teach these things is important because I think there's a lot of schools that don't necessarily have the funding right now to really get that in a lot of people like they they're kind of taking anyone at this point like my mom's a teacher and especially for subs right now they're really struggling like it's pretty much like <laughs> anyone just come in here and like teach these kids like which isn't the best you're like yeah they're really taking anyone my mom's a teacher no 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 i mean like she just has Got insight em. into, Send the, this one to your into mom. the current teaching landscape all right last word you got it uh this next guy Coming in a little harder than the last guy. So get your jammies on. <laughs> What's something you wish they taught in school that they don't? Um, how to be straight. Mm-hmm. Add, add some, like, add some fucking, like, male qualities to school. I don't have to ask to use the bathroom. But... <laughs> No, I just gotta ask the woman teacher, like, bitch, I'm using the bathroom if I want to. Okay, so, like, um, teach her to not ask to use the bathroom? Exactly. And then there's the fact that they're adding more feminine qualities to things, like, it's okay to cry. Well, it is okay to cry at times. Um, or it's okay to fucking, um, what is it? What's it, what's another one? Like, you know, how Sex people sit like, <laughs> oh yeah. And like how it is like, they got drag queens reading to children. Like the fuck? Yeah, I had no idea they could read. You know, my dad talks about that sometimes. Exactly. Like if that ever happened in, in this school district, oh my God. I'm pretty sure we'd all hate it. We wouldn't allow it. Yeah, my my dad's talked about that. They have like trans people reading to the kids. And what I want to say is, uh, can't that just be like they're just like exposing kids to 
Now, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I don't know. There probably are problems with it. There's probably good stuff about it, but couldn't uh, the way I see it, it's like maybe they're just exposing kids to like different types of people. I believe so that's less- what the goal is. Like that's what I believe I have heard. But a lot of people think that drag is innately sexual, which it doesn't have to be, but it is a lot of times. So it is kind of a weird thing where people get the wrong idea of what it is. From what I understand, a lot of times it's just like a dude dressed as like a Disney princess or something. Like it's not like a sexual thing. And then like reading like a Disney princess book or something like that. Yeah. So maybe we need like a, uh, we got, uh, I was just about to say we got to teach dragon school, but that's exactly what dragon school. Just- I'd go to dragon school. <laughs> <laughs> How to train your dragon. We have to, Teach people about drag. I guess that's what we're doing. This is just like the transition. Now, I don't know anything about drag. I I haven't been to a show. I don't think I've ever seen a drag queen or king you, in person. We watched but, that. Yeah, in person. We watched like a few episodes of that RuPaul show. Remember? Yeah, I went to some. I went to a drag show my freshman year of college. How was and it? And now um, look at you. It was fine. Like there was nothing sexual about it. I think it was drag bingo. Um, oh. We were just playing bingo, drag queens. So it wasn't a drag show. Now that I'm remembering, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think you hit the nail around the head. Uh, I think that is the reason they do it, like to just expose children to different people, different perspectives. Thanks, Riley. Thanks for acknowledging my hitting of the nails. Can I use you as a reference when I try to get a job as a carpenter? Uh, I don't know. Call me. Should I call you or should they call you? What Whoever. what should they call you? Beaver Drum. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. That's a good callback. Um mm-hmm. Carson, what do you think about this? You got anything else you want to say? I, I just agree that it's I think like I said, I think it's just the exposure and I think it's seen as sexual by a lot of people who don't understand it and think that it's innately sexual and thinking these kids are getting exposed to sexual stuff um when it's not that from what i understand i see the problem is that they're trying to force their opinions on kids when they're young and then like you know brainwash them basically hmm. so he actually had more to say i forgot um brainwashing though he used that term and everyone uses that term and i don't think it's a very helpful term it doesn't really mean anything it just means you learned something or you're you're really convinced of something and everyone is convinced of a whole lot of stuff um i just don't think any productive discussion happens after someone goes you're brainwashed yeah i this guy's brainwashed (laughs) i agree there's just so many like buzzwords like that thrown around that like set off the alarm bells like you think brainwash because you think of any like media like brainwashing is always a bad thing like brainwashing someone to do evil stuff whatever like i'm talking about like uh like fiction stories like no 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 like fiction stories like brainwashing like what do you think of when you think of brainwashing i think of like a scientist an evil scientist like brainwashing people i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that like a like a being convinced to do bad things. Um, and it's, yeah, but I agree with you. It's like, isn't anything we teach technically brainwashing them into having a certain view of reality? Like, I completely agree. It's just, we just got to wash their brains right. And we're going to wash their brains either way. Yeah, I feel like the name suggests kind of like you're washing, the, like you're, you're removing something. You're cleaning the brain and then dirtying it up. 
What about brain drying? Brain drying? <laughs> that can't be healthy. Yeah, if you're going to wash it, you got to dry it. <laughs> I feel like a dry brain is an I issue. Mean, if you got a dry <laughs> brain, you're not doing too good. Yeah, I, I think that's probably an issue. Yeah, for, first, you get dry mouth, then you get dry eyes, and you get dry brain. Stay hydrated. Weed. Uh, from weed what the hell is weed alright this next guy is talking about mental health I feel like school doesn't go over enough mental health stuff these days I feel like there's a lot of bit, a lot of that with the generation that should probably be addressed and you know because there's still kids that think like if you go to therapy you have to be crazy for that or if you have something up with you mentally like if you have a condition or whatever then it's like like something you should be ashamed of and should hide but schools should like educate the future generations about stuff like that so then when they grow up and become the older generation things improve for people with mental health issues yeah nice why do you think they don't teach that right now why wouldn't they well if you want to get conspiratorial i guess it's like money to be made off of treating like mental illnesses and stuff or things that people are going through rather than like solving the issue. But that's like a bit of a stretch for it to go like what? Cause that would be hospitals and psychiatrists and the school system. And like the whole thing have that kind of corruption. And I don't want to think about that. So I just think it just hasn't been a concern for previous generation. Cause you know how like older folks sometimes will ignore stuff like mental health or talking about their feelings or communicating clearly. So if they didn't learn it, and they turned out fine, then why would the kids need it? It would just, you'd see it as just like a waste of adding stuff to the curriculum because they just, you know, don't view it as that important. With that guy, I like that, how he broke down the two different views. He, he, he saw the paths before him. He could have went the conspiracy route and he could have went whatever the other route is. And, uh, I appreciate that type of nuance. Yeah, I liked his last point. Um, I think you guys kind of talked about it in the last episode a little bit, like changing your views. Like, can you really expect the older generation to change their views? Like, they dealt fine with their mental health. Um, and now all of a sudden it's coming more in the limelight. They're like, oh, we don't need that. Like, you don't need to go to therapy. But I would be curious, like, none of us are in school. But, like, I wonder if they, I'm sure they do teach it more now. I just don't know like what actions have been taken place, have been put into place. Actually, I talked to one guy and, and um, he said that they have like in the UK, they have some sort of PHSE or something where it's, it's focused on, it's like PE, like it's, it's mixed in with gym class, like physical education. But then there's also, it's like a holistic thing, like for your mind also. And they like meditate. I was like, that sounds pretty cool. That hasn't reached us. Yeah, yet. that sounds kind of cool. Um, got anything to say yeah, about these I guys? just, I, I agree. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it just comes back to, um, if they don't see anything, people don't really want to think that they've been doing things incorrectly, especially if they've already made it so far and seem fine in the grand scheme of things. And so, I think that part of it could be people not like the older generation being like if they were to start teaching this then it's kind of an admittance that they should have also learned this or mm. that they like went 
wrong for not thinking that that's important. Um, I feel like I'm not articulating this perfectly, but, um, but yeah, yeah. perfection is an ideal, but is it, are they culpable of their ignorance? Whoa. No, no. Cause free will doesn't exist. Yeah. That's what should be taught in school that free will doesn't exist. How would that go down? Uh, <laughs> just first day they're like, guys, free will does not exist. 100% does not. I think we yeah. would lose our religion followers. Who do you think would have a problem with that? The right or the left? I think, I mean, probably um, more so the right. I mean, a large part of at least Christianity yeah. is that you have free will. So that's like one of the main like tenets of Christianity. I also heard that that's not true. It's It's like a paradox or something. That's a topic for another time. I was going to say that's a topic for another discussion. That actually still works. Another thing that came to mind with this guy, um, with the conspiracy route, that actually makes sense. That maybe they, if they didn't teach us how to take care of our mental health in school, um, then you know, big pharma would make money because then we're dependent on the drugs to take care of our take care air quotes of our mental well being. And I guess actually the same thing could apply to physical health if they don't teach you how to eat right that's great because then the i don't know the fat doctors like the doctors for fats <laughs> that's what we call them now. we just call them fats <laughs> <laughs> who's that riley did, was that you <laughs> yeah i was so I was surprised to hear that <laughs> <laughs> pretty clear yeah i agree There's no hold on i'm not done oh, okay, get out of here okay. buddy get out of my house because um, then also that could spread to why they don't teach taxes in school because then you'd save more money and then they'd go we don't even want you in here get them out of here and then you fart all over them man yeah i think there are a lot of things along those lines where it's like it seems like uh, or just even going back to psychedelics being illegalized right as they were doing um, like all like the breakthrough research, which is coming back. It's coming back that it's really effective for therapy and stuff, except for you don't have to take it every day. Like something like uh, psilocybin assisted therapy, you can do two sessions and um, see large differences um, rather than having to take a pill every single day. It's just way cheaper to use the psilocybin so it could be that big pharma wants you to be relying on those pills i don't know i hope it's not that but there's just a lot of sus stuff that points towards certain things like that welcome back to the podcast we're here with carson joined on the show uh sus stuff and he's got the story today yeah there's just a lot of sus stuff i don't know how else to say it back to you I would like that not to be true, but it's difficult to not see it that way with how many things line up. Like it's kind of a similar thing to, I think the current way that uh, you go to college and get in a ton of debt and then you kind of have to join the workforce. Like, is it by design? Seems like it. You get in a ton of debt. What's a ton ton of of debt? Is it like a type of car you get in and you drive away? There's debt and then there's a ton of debt and a ton of debt's way worse. Was that... Is that like less less horsepower, less fuel mileage? Like, why is the ton of debt worse? Blows up. Uh, like, do you have to do something for it to blow up? Uh, not pay it. Oh, okay. Or like, not pay. That's actually good. Pay like the the car company. This is actually good. Of course, that's actually a good idea. We're gonna have to 
get the car companies on here, pitch it to them too. Hey, when people don't make their payments, if they miss their payments by two days, next time they start their car, blows up. Yeah. That, these these darn, <laughs> darn companies. And it's, not just like, and it's not like it just blows up their car. It's like a nuclear bomb. Yeah, so that, that would probably everyone, work really well. Everyone in the neighborhood. It's like open. And they send out an app. They make an app with it too, so you can see everyone's car payments in your neighborhood within the blast radius. You, you look on your phone, you go, there's 13 people that have to pay their car payment tomorrow or else they blow up and you're in the blast radius. So you want to go out there and help all those people and you got to get everyone's funds up. I think it'll be a fun like community game. It'll really bring us together and might save the world one day. Yeah, especially with these aliens coming. Got to say that again. July. Yo. July like 26 is the they're having like a no 29th July 29th is a congressional hearing they're talking about the aliens they're telling us what's going on they're also going to discuss the the bomb car uh car payment idea I think bomb car phenomenon (laughs) oh I was trying to remember like what the actual document was called and I think it was the car bomb payment bill oh bill double entendre so are the aliens coming to talk about having the like Congress is holding uh like a, there's a congressional hearing. I believe it's July 29th. I might get that date wrong, but um, what year you just said the 26th. So I said, I said 26 and I said actually 29th, but um, yeah, they're supposed to be telling us what they know about UFOs on okay. that day. Well, we'll it's 2023 also just so we can, just so we can date it. Well, that was the last character. That was the last guy um, for the show. Takeaway. We got to teach people about taxes. And, but the whole, <laughs> the whole thing that, um, I kept thinking about similar to like the government, people will say like, oh, they're not doing, they're not changing anything. I just think maybe the system is too slow. Like it's not supposed to change so rapidly, even if it was meant to, when it was initially created, there's no way to keep up with how quickly we're changing today. It's like, it's like steering a really big boat and just the, we can't, we can't resist the waves right now. The waves are pushing us back and forth everywhere because shit is just changing so quickly and our boat isn't small enough to react to it um yeah i think it's just changing way too quick and i was listening to a podcast the other day andrew huberman talking to rick rubin and rick rubin was talking about how he was talking to some high up science professor dude i forget his name but he was talking to him and rick rubin asked him how like what percent do you think is accurate in the current medical books of like the information we teach and the guy was pretty adamant. He said about 50% he thinks is accurate like of our current medical books. Like just crazy how much we're just guessing on at this point still. I mean, that's one guy. Do we have updated books? Right, he's saying like the most updated books he thinks are about like 50% of the info in the updated books. That's correct. Like, like, because and he's like very high up in the field. I don't know his name. Because but- humans, because humans have changed so much just because there's so much new stuff that we're discovering all the time and just like new observations and just so many things that are changing the world and how we view it just all the time now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Kind of questions. Why have we even read the book? Cause we thought we knew stuff, but then they discover new stuff and go, wait, that old stuff wasn't right. Yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, but it takes a long time to write a book. It doesn't yeah. take that long. <laughs> Because they do the same thing with like finance. Like like when I, when I was in school, like they were like, yeah, half these people or half this stuff like doesn't even apply anymore. And that's, that's like math. Then you go, all right, take it off my bill, buddy. Yeah. I don't know what the solution is. It's just things change so fast. It just, as soon as you create a new curriculum, probably half of it's outdated. So 
I think we do what Tesla's doing. We we mm -hmm. just become like uh, transhuman, not transhumans. Relax, <laughs> relax, Riley. Not That's that brainwashing getting to you. <laughs> transhumanists, or like we transcend our physical bodies and we become like flash drives and we just get updated instantly, like Tesla vehicles. Like transcendentalism. <laughs> What'd you just say to me? Transcendentalism. Transcendentalism. <laughs> Yeah, we're just I teaching. Don't really know what that's about? Kind of like we've been talking about, just more like core things that will, uh, maybe they won't always apply, but things like meditation and like how to critically think and things like that. That like even if the world's changing, these skills will still apply. I mean, maybe AI is just going to change everything, but like I don't know. Just rather than teaching information, uh, more like core human skills. Yeah. All right, let's, shall we wrap this up? All right. Riley, it was nice having you. It was nice having you. Hey, guys, leave a comment down below if you want to see him back in the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Smash that like button. Just kidding. He's not coming back. <laughs> you guys decide. What? You're fired, Riley. I thought it was okay. And now <laughs> you're dead. All right. See you next week. Well, it was great talking. <laughs> <laughs>